puppy. Hi. What's going on, Randall? Oh, just staying hard, bro. Staying hard. <laughs> How you doing? I'm pretty good, bro. I'm pretty good. Enjoying your day off? Yeah, it's been real chill, very lazy. Woke up pretty late, just been chilling. Went to Best Buy, went to the DI. You know, simple shit, bro. I love going to the DI. I normally do too, but this time I felt pretty gross. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's just the people there or... It's got to be the people there. Were there smelly people? No, but it's just those people that when you see them, you kind of think to yourself, you know, these guys probably don't take a shower. Yeah, I, I smell people like that all the time. Like the other At day. Work? Oh, yeah. The other day I was like next to a couple customers and they were super nice. Because I was doing my job, and they're like, hey, we're going to come back and look at what you put out. I was like, oh, cool. Thank you. And But as they're going away, I could just smell, like, cigarettes. I could smell their life of regret. See, I'd rather smell cigarettes than B.O. I think B.O. is worse. See, they had a little stench to them, but I couldn't pin it down. It wasn't quite B.O., but it was cigarettes and... They probably smelled like sex, dude. They probably just got done. Damn. They were an older couple, so you know they put it down. Were they twins by chance? <laughs> no, they were not. Uh, shout out to Jeremy. Yesterday before he left, he told me uh, the twin story of where <laughs> you told Ricky to, to go out there because there's these two hot twins. <laughs> he goes out there and it's just... Two old men. <laughs> they were hot, dude. They had awesome mustaches carrying around their their uh, oxygen tanks. <laughs> I thought they looked badass. So when I see Ricky, I'm going to bring that up to him. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Ricky, though, because he told me to mention... Uh, he said that you were telling him about a buddy of yours that has a really big dick. Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you don't even have to think about the name at all. You're just like, Ronald. It's Ronald. He shops there sometimes. And every time, do you just think about how big it is? I mean, I haven't seen him for over two years, but. Um, I think Ricky knows him because he would go and ask Ricky how I'm doing or if I'm working there or whatever. Because um, I used to work with him and then at my old job and he was a homie. And then when I moved to, with you guys, he would shop there every once in a while and say, what's up? But he, see, I don't see race. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you do. He's an African-American gentleman. (laughs) 
He is, but he he's older, but he is buff as hell. Oh god. I think he's buff as hell. And uh we would change in the locker room and because he's old, he has old-fashioned ways of dressing. So his undergarments were they revealed a lot, but he was freaking cool, man. Now, if I ever see him, I'm actually going to text him, see if, I, if he has the same number. I'm going to have his ass come over. And when he comes over to where we work, I'm going to pull you out and be like, introduce you to freaking my mans. And I'll be like, Carlos tells me you have a big dick. He'll <laughs> <laughs> probably be like, oh, I do all right. Why does he have to talk like that? He's probably humble, is what I'm saying. He's probably really oh. humble. <laughs> He's from uh, Louisiana, I believe. And he always has a LSU lanyard on all the time. So if you ever see a big black guy, buff guy, with the LSU lanyard on, that's him. Shout out to Ron. Nice. Um, another update from where I work, <clears throat> excuse me. And there's a lot of noise in my house right now. I can hear the neighbors putting it down. I could hear my Damn, daughters. Oh, well, it's good. That's why I have this nice dynamic microphone. Hell yeah. Um, at work, there's someone who pees on the floor a lot in the restroom and it's pretty disgusting. What? The, you've never seen someone who pees on the floor? No, bro. Every time I go in there and take a shit, it's always dry. Okay, well, they're back. Whoever uh, they are. Okay. They're back. But because this morning, like someone had taking, taken up a bunch of the paper ass gaskets out of the little thing. Uh-huh. And just threw them on the floor in front of the toilet paper. So I just assume someone did their thing. And then I had to, I, I like to stay hydrated. So I had to go again. When I came back, all those were gone and it was clean. But then when I came back for a third time to use the restroom, there was a big mess. What the fuck? But they should probably see a doctor because it was like, it looked like gelatin. Like so it looked, cup, yeah. Came? It it looked more like syrup. No, it looked like urine, but it looked more. It was closer to syrup than like liquid. That's pretty damn nasty. Yeah, like I've never had thick pee like that. <laughs> Have you? No, but now that you mention it, the little toilet paper, the the toilet seat cover things. Mm-hmm. There was one time since I've been back that I went to use the restroom and there was a shitload of them on the ground. I didn't really think much of it because I just needed to take a piss. So I took a piss and then I bounced. But is that the guy? That's got to be the same guy. Or female. Yeah. It could be a, a female. Could be anything. Do you know who it is? I used to have my assumptions, but I'm really not sure because everyone used to blame one person, but then that person wouldn't be there on the day it would be happening. So 
we've kind of pooled our uh, suspects, but we're gonna have to talk about this outside of the podcast. I don't want to reveal any names. Yeah. Well, I don't mind revealing names. Oh, if you're that, yeah. if you're that nasty, eat a dick. Karen and uh, <laughs> Matt. Who else listens? Um, Jess, uh, Todd, if you know. Brian, it could have been Brian, but he's not there no more. Please let us know. But uh, yeah, they'll have to let us know in person, but we haven't set it up yet, but we're going to set up an email that our listeners can email us stories or anything they want to share on the podcast. Hell yeah. Or just come on the podcast. Like, let's do it. That'd be pretty dope. We got our own fucking, our own people. Fuck yeah, man. How was work today? It was pretty good. Not so bad. I was a piece of shit, so. Ah, Randall, don't say that, bro. (laughs) No, I I did my job. It wasn't a good job, but. Oh, yeah. I did what I could. Yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, we're going to talk about um, Madman Mike Markham. Mike Markham. Uh, he looks like a crazy ass person, bro. He's got long as shit red hair, at least in this picture that I'm seeing. It's like a skullet, bro. He looks like a fucking crack addict. <laughs> Are you sure we want to trust this guy? Um, Honestly, from what I've heard from him himself, because I actually listened to a two-hour program oh. with him talking, <clears throat> he seems like he could be legit. I mean, he definitely doesn't seem to care if anyone believes him. Right. Like, because people would call in with questions like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Like him trying to rebuild his life or whatever. And uh, we'll get into it later, but he was basically just like, oh, yeah, I probably should have tried that. Never once, like, seemed defensive or anything. Um, so he, he doesn't really seem to really give a shit if anyone believes it or not. He's just, like, kind of telling his story is what it seems like. Did you have a chance to really look into it? I read a little bit of his uh story and i looked at diagrams of what his time machine is supposed to be i don't i can't make it make sense to be honest with you um i oh you still there yeah i'm still here i got a weird ass pop-up just now um hi Um, excuse me. He, for those that don't know, um, did he attempt or he did construct a time machine? Well, in the, in the beginning, he was just like, he lived in Stanbury, Missouri. 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 Isn't that how they say it out there? Missouri. Is it? 
Maybe. Hey, yo, whippersnapper, come to Missouri. Maybe. Um, he was just on his porch and he modified a Jacob's ladder. I forgot to look that up to totally explain it, but basically, it's uh, Jacob's ladder is uh, like two rods kind of in a V shape. I think they use like copper, some kind of metal. Right. And basically, they shoot like the one I did see was like had 12,000 volts going through it. And basically it just makes a current in between the rods and it kind of goes up pretty common science. Uh, yeah. Experiment. Now he, keep in mind, he was 21 at the time of that. So he's young. kind of a bright, bright young man at that time. And he used a modified compact disc laser. We used to call them CDs back in my day. Mm, what the fuck is that, bro? I had a CD player, bro. I used to jam. I had one too, and I thought I was so badass. Oh, hell yeah. I remember like that being like a Christmas item. Like, oh, I got a fucking CD player. But would you get the one that would skip continuously or like the non-skipping ones? Well, you know what I'm about? no one wants the skipping ones. Yeah, but if you're poor as shit at the time, like my family was, I had a skipping one for my first one. And then I got upgraded to a Walkman, a Sony Walkman CD player. And that bitch had like a fucking, a little hand handle thing for you so you can hold it in your palm. And it, it had like the anti-skip technology so I could shake the fuck out of it and it wouldn't skip my songs. That's badass. I don't I think I... So cool, bro. I never really, I think I might have had maybe one Walkman. I wasn't too into like listening to music on the go, you know? I feel you. I mean, I remember like I was out of high school when I bought my last, last, my last <laughs> with a K. Fuck me in the ass. Um, I had, I bought my last, uh, what were they tapes? What were they called? What were the tapes um, called? Just tapes? Cassettes? Cassette tapes? Oh yeah. yeah. I was in high school. Well, out of high school. I had already graduated. Uh, what I year? Remember I, year are we talking? 2001. And I remember <laughs> How old are you fucking? I remember going to the Walmart and we were going on a road trip to uh San Diego. And I bought Static X machine mm -hmm. on cassette so we could listen to it because the car we were driving in had a cassette player. And the night before, I watched Final Destination 2. Oh, nice. It's probably, I probably have the year wrong, but, but yeah, I remember that's what I did. Cause like I had some thing about like whenever I would go to San Diego, cause we used to hang out there. We used to like to go out there. My buddy had a girlfriend that moved out there. Yeah. We'd go and visit. And the one time we flew out and I watched the first Final Destination, which was a plane crash. And it was my first time flying the oh, next yeah. day. Oof. So I probably shouldn't have done that. That's a mistake, Randall. But yeah. And then for those who don't know, the second one was like a car crash. 
like a giant car crash. And yeah. I watched it the night before we went on this big road trip. What the hell, dude? I, I guess I like to be scared. So I've never actually seen any of those. I know of them, but you know me. What the hell am I doing watching those motherfuckers? I'm tripping the fuck out right now and all day thinking I'm not going to wake up tomorrow morning. Why? Because <laughs> of the fucking lady, bro, in our dream. Well, I, oh, for the listeners, tonight? you haven't heard it yet, but has it been seven days since we did that last yeah, ritual? Bro, uh, it'll be seven days tomorrow. We unknowingly read a ritual and we might not wake up. Right. If we, I, I told, I told Ricky, so Ricky, as well as any listeners that listened to this, that previous episode, you guys are also fucked. So sorry. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, I haven't dreamt about her, but I have kind of like, I'll be going to bed at night. And I'll be listening to my creepy stories and oh my God. and she'll kind of like creep into my head a little bit like, oh, is she going to be there tonight? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get it? I'm going to get got. <laughs> you know, I really don't know how you do that, Randy. Listen to creepy shit while you go to bed. That's some next level shit right there, bro. At some point, like it just becomes like noise. But like... Uh, Rainforest noises are noise, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, fucking thunderstorms are noises, not mm-hmm. scary ass shit. I guess I could listen to whales or something. Yeah, listen to whales or, or wahales, wa- as you call them. What wahales? <laughs> Why do I call them <laughs> like that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a uh... I think it was a whitest kids you know sketch oh. where they were looking for a whale and they went to they ended up going to Mexico and I just thought it was funny because I was in culinary Spanish so they were trying to kind of teach me how to speak Spanish uh-huh. and I watched this sketch and I just thought it was funny like their way of trying to latin it up they called it wahale world or something and i was like oh they're kind of following the rules that i just learned you know like pronouncing all the vowels and everything in the words spanish is a tough language though bro spanish oh yeah like because i'll bring a word to you that I've heard and you're like that doesn't mean anything and then I'll tell Ricky and then he'll be like oh that means this but Ricky's Spanish and my Spanish are two totally different Spanishes because Ricky is uh, for lack of better words and no offense shit his Spanish is not correct Um, he's Puerto Rican I believe and Puerto Rican Spanish is a little less sophisticated than my Mexican Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding, by the way. Shout out to Ricky. Um, 
but we do have like different words for different things. A lot of it's similar, but every every once in a while there will be a word that um they say it differently, completely different than Mexican Spanish. But also to my defense, my Mexican Spanish is different than like proper Mexican Spanish. Um because there are some people that know the proper Spanish and it's a little different. I tend to use a lot of street words and like slang words because um, I'm not a fucking bitch. But I'm starting to pick up something like Chupapi. Are you watching like television or something? Sorry, that's my wife watching the movie. Let me close the door. Okay, sweet. Hold on. Let me mute myself. Uh, sorry listeners i picked a bad time to also mute myself and i was coughing but yeah like basically mike madman markham he tried to build a time machine using a jacob's ladder with the compact disc laser as we were talking about earlier and this was back in 1995 he was just hanging out on his porch just putting it down trying to create this device i never really saw any like reason why like maybe he was just into it or some crap but anyways he uh was able to here i'm reading uh the laser would he would use the laser to reduce air resistance between between the two poles um to make a continuous arc through the Jacob's ladder. So um, yeah, he ended up throwing a screw through it and it disappeared for like a minute or something. I can't remember how exactly how long, but it disappeared for a minute and then it reappeared and eventually fell back on the table where it should have gone, where he threw it through. Right. And did you uh, research like where the story went from there, Carlos? Um, from where? Sorry, I can't really hear you. Oh, um, so I just told the listeners basically he how he used the Jacob's ladder to and the compact disc uh laser to make a continuous arc through the jacob's ladder so and then he threw a screw into it oh yeah and it disappeared for like either a minute or a matter of seconds and then eventually it was probably like a matter of seconds and then it eventually came through and uh landed where it should have landed right um well did he destroy the, his machine ended up getting destroyed. Um, I believe <clears throat> the whole purpose of him wanting to do this apparently was because he wanted to get the winning lottery numbers from the future. Which, if I were to make a time machine, I would use it for something cooler than winning lottery numbers. Um, maybe stealing Facebook or creating some badass shit 
I'd go back in time and try and get with Kathy Ireland in her prime or something. You know who that is? She's like an old school supermodel. I was like 15 when I thought she was hot. What what period of time would you go back in time to if you could? Well, definitely not too far. I don't think I would fare very well <laughs> back then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I guess I could go back to like uh, September tenth, two thousand one, and stop myself from shitting myself. You know, because I pooped my pants that day, and it was terrible. September tenth, two thousand one. Yeah. So wow, a day before September eleventh. <laughs> I did you that on purpose, fucker. Yeah. We should investigate your ass. <laughs> no, the the best joke I heard was uh, another sketch comedy because I love sketch comedy. It was Human Giant. They were going back to like September 10th, 2001 to save Crystal Pepsi oh. instead of <laughs> saving 9-11. <laughs> um, so this dude with the time machine... Uh, um, he knew he needed to get more power. Um, I think that was his problem, was he needed more power. And so he was going to build the machine again. But he needed larger transformers. Now, I had to Google what a transformer actually is. Um, not the movies, Oh, it's uh like the stuff on the power poles, bro. Yeah, but everywhere I look, I just want like a basic picture of this is where a transformer is. Because everything I see is, is it's a different picture. See, there's these pictures of cables, then there's these pictures of the electrical poles with cables, and then there's pictures of these big ass fucking steel blocks, it looks like. So for the simple-minded listeners like myself, just think of it as electricity. He needed more electricity. Um, he wanted to buy them first, but he was broke like me. And so he couldn't because they're too expensive. He wanted six of them. Um, so he stole six... 300 pound plus transformers um, in a place called King City, Missouri, Missouri. Missouri. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he caused a shitload of blackouts throughout his neighborhood. Fucking idiot. Um, he got arrested and there was a warrant to go inside his house for stealing the transformers. Um, sorry to cut you off, but did you say blackout? Yeah, because uh, I I had to look up this term because it, using his own words and like most of the things I I saw was uh, they used the term browning out, which kind of threw me off because I know what a blackout is. I've never heard of browning out. And I did look it up, and it says uh, it says to weaken 
in electrical energy, typically resulting in dim lights. Um, so basically what he did was, I think, the, and why they call it a brownout is because he was only uh, affecting a small portion of the city. He wasn't blacking out the entire city is what oh. I was able to, and I'm not even sure how much that even matters, but we can urban dictionary, dictionary what browning out is. Yeah, let me see. And I did uh, hear, hear him talk about, he paid a guy that he worked with some money and the, cause the guy he worked with, he had a pickup truck. So he paid him to come help him get the transformers. And then he brought another buddy along. So they were able to get the transformers. Oh, I see. So <clears throat> urban dictionary has this definition of brown out less intense than the experience of blacking out when drunk and not remembering portions or all of your night browning out occurs when you don't remember something until someone brings it up it's not a complete blackout but partial because you remember once someone refreshes you and the example sentence it uses is i didn't even remember making out with brianna until j-lo told me it must not have been that good i definitely had a brown out last night um I found a different uh, version of browning out. Uh, a fart which releases a small amount and it's very specific on that, that it has to be less than a teaspoonful of feces into a person's underwear while more than a teaspoon of feces qualifies a shitting of the pants. <laughs> less than a teaspoon is known as just a browning out. So I definitely only browned out the other night not i did not shit my pants <laughs> um listeners randy has suffered from severe diarrhea oh my god <laughs> and so <laughs> we're talking like 24 hours worth of oh. straight peeing out of my butthole that sounds fucking terrible like at one point it felt like it was just stomach acid and Damn, I, bro. I kind of felt like I was going to get a diaper rash or something. I had to take a shower, bro. Fuck that. You know it's bad when you got to take a shower after your shit. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. Then I started bleeding, so it was cool. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. You wipe something enough, it's going to bleed, bro. Yeah. Um, this, but, this whole... Go ahead, Randy. Well, long story short, what got us into talking with this is I was sleeping and every, and I know everyone's given Amber heard and I don't know any details about her pooping the bed, but I know I used to make fun of someone I knew who pooped the bed. Brian. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if we ever share that. Uh, my poop bed story. <laughs> um, but no, like when I was trying to sleep, like I woke up and I just felt like 
oh, I'm going to poop my pants. No, I, I kind of felt like I sharded or something. Uh-huh. So immediately wake up and I'm just out. I'm off to the bathroom and I'm going and it's terrible. And I almost kind of started to think, oh, that was just a dream to let me know that I need to go to the bathroom. But then there was a little tiny, tiny bit in my underwear. So I browned out a little bit. And that's why we're talking about how sick I was. And then I worked a 10 hour shift and didn't go to the bathroom at all. Not number one, not number two. I know that's really bad, but I was severely dehydrated and uh, now I'm all better. What is your reasoning for not going number two at work? Because for me, on Cinco de Mayo, they had nachos and an assortment of things in the break room. And I decided to make myself some nachos on my break real quick. And I unknowingly put a shitload of ghost pepper salsa. Oh, my gosh. When I thought it was just like a regular tomato-based salsa. Because let's be real. We work with mainly white people. And white people don't like spicy foods. So I had no idea there would be some fucking ghost pepper ass salsa in the middle of everyone's ground beef and shredded cheese. So that made me poop at work, I think a total of seven or eight times. Oh, good God. And shout out to Ricky for being there, but every time I tell him I got to go, he's like, you're breaking Randy's number one rule. Never go to the bathroom at work. And I was like, fuck the rule. I, I, I got to take a shit. It's not necessarily like just work. It's like any public bathroom. Okay. Because nine times out of 10, they are disgusting. And yeah, I grew up when, yeah, like diseases, like they would teach in school, like, Everyone's got diseases. Mm-hmm. You're going to die if you touch anybody. If you finger anyone, you're going to get a disease. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, so. <laughs> just, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I just developed. I have like mild germophobia, I think. Mm, okay. So. um yeah, I'm like constantly washing my hands and taking showers and yeah, rinsing out my pee hole with alcohol. Shit, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> That's some hardcore shit right there. No, there, I have no need to do that. I'm clean. Right. Yeah, you are. You're a clean guy. Well, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, um... I don't know. There's just something about going poo. I remember like, and I was really young. My first memory of being like a total germaphobe with the bathroom. Like, and I don't know why my dad didn't say you're a fucking liar, but um, I had to go to the bathroom really bad. Mm-hmm. And I went like we were at a carnival. No, we were at a powwow. It was my first powwow. 
because like i've never really lived like close to my tribe but we did happen to live close to a different tribe so they took me to a powwow i really don't remember this is probably the only thing i remember from it was um i had to go to the bathroom really bad and i go to this porta potty and yeah i think it was my first experience with a porta potty so i open the door and i look and there's just like fucking shit and everything piss everything in there and so i'm like hell no maybe this is the reason like i'm yeah. so against it i don't know like because i remember it so vividly and yeah i go back to him he's like did you go i was like no he's like why and i was like oh it it costs a quarter to flush so i didn't want to do it and he didn't ever call me out on it he was just like all right fuck it let's go <clears throat> fuck porta potties that's the one where i really gotta go in order to use a fucking porta potty, I have used them. I remember this, but not for a dump. Oh. I really gotta go, bro. I had to fucking shit in one once. Ooh, damn! Did you do the toilet paper trick? I don't think I had time to do anything, bro. I'm pretty sure I hovered. Oh, there you go. But uh, I remember, I was so fucking sick that day. I was working in construction. Oof. You know how they say heat rises. This didn't rise. Um, so I'm up on this little catwalk. We were building a Mormon church. Uh-huh. And I'm up on this little catwalk, which is pretty common in all Mormon churches. So find them, people. Um, <laughs> and everyone else is down below, like working on stuff. And I'm up there working on something. And I had to fart. Well, I was just like relieving pressure at that point because I knew I had to freaking shit. So I let it out, bro. Like, and it was so silent, dude. Like my butthole was loose because it was just ready. It's like, I know I'm going to drop this. So I let it out and oh my gosh, like the scent descended upon all of the other people. Oh it my god, bro. Stunk so fucking bad, dude. Probably my best fart I've ever had. And I hear <laughs> the manager blaming the fat guy of the crew. <laughs> and I'll never forget. I'll use his real name because I don't fucking know him anymore. Okay. He's like, God damn, Bill. That smells worse than an old dog fart. <laughs> And then I had to go and I had to uh, shit in a porta potty. It oh. is going to cut off soon, but uh, oh, yeah, we'll start it up again, bro. Okay, Daddy Randy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll just end it now and then we'll get back into it. So we're going to take a little break, little commercial break. All right. Everybody shove it up their butts. <laughs> Oh, daddy. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> Fucking with all y'all. We're going to have a good time now. Mm. <laughs> Should we do a sexy episode? Oof. I got to get my pants <laughs> off of that one, bro. Do your, do your sexy voice, bro. Hey, baby. 
You want to take a ride on my pogo stick? <laughs> and, uh, mm, and I got some salami for you. Damn, Randy. Do not get me like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dang, we're having fun. <laughs> All we need is Ricky now. He'll make the the sex noises. Oh, yeah. Ricky's been teaching us about sex noises. He's really good at that shit. <laughs> Fucking Ricardo. Yeah, he scares Carlos. He sneaks up behind him and he goes, uh. Yeah, because... <laughs> You just don't expect that type of shit, bro. You, I don't expect that at the workplace. I don't know. You seem a little jumpy. I am pretty jumpy. Because um, the most I've ever scared you when I was trying not to scare you. And I just said, hey, Carlos. And you freaked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about anyway? I can't even remember. Um, how you got a fat man blamed for a horrendous smell. Oh, yeah. And I never owned up to it. <clears throat> like now, I would be like, he ain't taking my credit, bro. That was me. <laughs> be like, I hope you choke on it. Uh, so... Back to this Mike guy. Um, so he went to prison. Oh, it's, so he we were he got his uh, transformers. Right. Tried to get it and then he browned everything out. Right. That's um, right. I did hear in depth of how he got caught. Oh, how did he get caught? I don't know about that. They actually had uh, search warrants. Like. Because I think the power company could uh, kind of pin down like this general area where it happened. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Even he said he wasn't really sure, but basically he had a roommate who had a BB gun and he was trying to shoot birds and shit with it. Ended up shooting his neighbor's sliding glass window. (laughs) So they had a search warrant for the BB gun. Are you serious? Yeah, but he did mention that on the actual search warrant as well, there were they were looking for the Transformers, too. Oh, I see. So I don't know if they tacked onto it or someone sold them out or what. Right. But he and the gentleman that, uh, that uh, helped him, they all got pinched. Uh and I believe he got 60 days in jail and five years of probation. Shit. Well, there you go, kids. Don't go doing some dumb shit. Like stealing Transformers. And he did uh, mention, like, the Transformers he did steal were, like, old. Like, they weren't even using them anymore. They were just kind of off to the side of the power station. Oh, Okay. So, like, they weren't even using them, so he just decided to take them. Like, still knowing it was wrong, though. Right. I don't think... 
Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I, he only spent a few months in jail. So, yeah, 60 days. Really, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, how all, oh, what, what was I going to, I have so many thoughts on this because I did so much research. I was so into this topic because um, the original, uh, well, I guess we're still talking about the original story. So we'll finish the original story and then we'll get into what else I found. But uh, yeah, from there, he ended up getting arrested. And I'm not sure how he made it on to the uh, Mike Bell. No, it wasn't Art Bell. Art Bell. Yeah, the who I'm just barely learning who Art Bell is from this, from like mm. researching this. Super interesting guy. Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. I. it doesn't really say how he became a guest on his radio show. It, it just said he was invited to be a guest. Upon getting there, he tells them the story of the screw and how he plans to build in that time machine, but he's going to do it legally from now on. So. I do remember hearing like when he initially did the show, he. Like people were kind of like not believing him at all. Like, oh, you none of this really happened or anything. There's no public record or anything, but I guess the guy who arrested him, the arresting officer actually called into the show and said, Oh shit. No, this is real. I arrested this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So bringing a little clout to what he was saying. Right. But he, in the interview, he gave out his phone number, I guess. Yeah. And so because of that and because of his appearance on the show, it helped him get a lot of listeners with ideas or giving him money, even spare parts. So that was a good move on his part. Yeah, I guess uh, people really came out for him and provided him with what he needed, and then he disappeared. They really came on him. Well, they came so hard. I mean, how could you not? Like his hair... He's got that skullet going on, the Crypt Keeper <laughs> vibe. I mean, big forehead. I mean, you got to give the dudes that have receding hairlines and they're still growing it long, dude. That's badass. Right. Keep it going, bro. Don't give up. A year later, he was asked to or invited to be a guest again on that Arpel on his show or whatever. Um, And he did do it. He had a more sophisticated experiment and a more sophisticated time machine. The the vortex was big enough for a man to walk into, which is kind of crazy. They asked him what he would take with him when he would go travel through time 
And he said just his cell phone. So that's a little interesting that he would just say a cellular device. His cellular telephone? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but I guess he disappeared in 1997. Yep. And he hasn't been heard of since. Um, shortly after Markham, Mike, Mike the Madman Markham disappeared, a listener called the Art Bell Show to talk about a story he had found that in the, in the 1930s, the police found a dead man on a beach in California. He was crushed to death in a strange metal tube. He was unrecognizable and a mysterious device was found near his body. The caller said the device looked like a cell phone. Dun, dun, dun. Could that be Mike? Mike, the madman, the arbitracious Markham. Yeah, I I heard this. That, that's pretty much the exact same uh, story I heard. But then I started doing research and then I come across another story that was like, like it said, like the first time I heard it, it was, it said it was in the 1930s in California. Then I heard it was in the 1930s in Florida. So I was like, oh, this is just one of those where everyone's making up their own. Right. So I actually found an interview that he did with Art Bell on the Midnight in the Desert uh, program on September 4th, 2015. So many years later. Right, quite a few years later. And he did kind of bring that up. He was like, yeah, people said that that happened to me. He's like, as far as I know, that hasn't happened. Hmm. But he did go on to tell about a warehouse that he became, well, his donors donated. He had a big warehouse. He was mainly using generators, trying to keep a low profile and everything. And this is all information that honestly, like every video on like TikTok or YouTube, they all stopped there, the like 1930s. Right. And then, so to my knowledge, this is going to be like the first people are talking about it other than the famous interview that I actually found. <laughs> like wow. you can go on YouTube and listen to it. I mean, if people just did a little more research, they, they wouldn't stop there, but, or maybe they stopped there because it sounds more interesting. Right. Because <clears throat> But it is still interesting. He got this warehouse donated and uh, I can't remember where it was, though. I should have took better notes is what I'm saying. But I was so enthralled and just listening to it. Super interesting. And I was also playing video games. So that's probably why I didn't <laughs> take notes. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> But anyways, he's got this warehouse, he's got his time machine that they've built, and 
he's letting all of his donors like just be a part of the experiment, just be there, hang out. He said he would put hamsters and guinea pigs through this thing. And they would show up either east or west of the time machine. Uh And so that's kind of weird. Um, he eventually did go through it himself, and this explains him disappearing. Interesting. And what he said was he went into he went into it like no ID or anything because it's all gonna get erased anyway uh-huh. in the in the vortex or whatever it's called. And I really wish I would have wrote it down because I can't find like any other like documentation on it or anything other than this. Well, it was on the radio. You can listen to it on YouTube. It's Art Bell's Midnight in the Desert with Madman Mike Markham. Go check it out if you want. It's like two hours long though. So, but I, I was totally interested the whole time. He, he ends up going through it. And he just said it just felt like getting hit with a flashbang. Damn. And he woke up in a field, I believe near Kansas. He did say it was 800 miles from where he originated from. Oh, shit. And yeah, he had a lot of like problems with his brain and like couldn't really remember his name or anything for a little bit. Yeah. But basically, he was two years into the future. And, yeah, that's just where he lives now. Interesting. So he ended up in a homeless shelter and eventually started remembering stuff. And he went back to where the warehouse was, but everything's gone. There was a new tenant there. Like, he even said he, when he remembered who he was, he he went and like Googled himself at a library, like trying to look for a missing persons. Couldn't find anything. Shit. So yeah, he's still like in our timeline and everything, but so like how good was that time machine? If he goes through it and he just loses two years of his life. Right. Or maybe he just gains two years in the future because now I think they said he was 40 42 like Mm -hmm. when he did this interview so basically he would really be 40 because he said he didn't he didn't age at all his fingernails his beard everything was the same as it was the two years prior so right so yeah apparently he didn't end up like i don't know if they like i didn't really find anything that he's doing now or like where he's at or anything yeah so 2015 is the last so who knows maybe he tried again maybe he is that guy in the 30s but he would have had a much much more sophisticated cell phone than back in the 90s right and he did not mention him having his cell phone on him oh when, when he went through like, I don't think he had any bit of metal or anything. 
he did he didn't mention having a Faraday cage around him, which I think would be metal. I'm not sure. Uh huh. I'm not I'm not a science guy. I'm a cool guy. Just kidding. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I'm so cool. Mindy the cool man. Not keeping, the mad man. Keeping it cool. I'm and I have a big cucumber. Oh <laughs> man, that's driving me crazy, bro. You like that voice? You should do that around the around work more often. <laughs> It's like Randy's mumbling again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like the the story isn't as uh, fascinating as people would say, but I'm glad he's okay. I mean. Yeah, but do we think he's okay now? I have no idea because he mentioned like trying to get back into it. Right. I remember Art Bell was like saying, hey, dude, why don't you just, we'll hook you up with a publicist. You can write a book, get some money behind you, and you can do it all again. But Mm. hopefully we have an update on this eventually. But I was sad to see that everyone kind of stops and does a little video and stops at the original ending and doesn't realize just a few years ago like i guess it was sorry i'm bad with timelines but 2015 seems like yesterday to me you know what i'm saying seven years ago bro that's crazy i'm still just as hard fuck yeah i think he's dead you think so yeah be well only because I think he maybe continued to do more time machines bullshit and it killed him. Well, that's why he got the nickname Madman Mike Markham. Right. Art Bell gave it to him because he's like, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to fry yourself in this electricity and you're going to die. Now, what if he was successful, right? And what if he traveled? 50 years in the future we won't know that until 50 years from now yeah you could have because he mentioned like he has no idea how you would travel backwards in time Uh which i don't know how he would gauge it at all i mean he's just jumping in to a shit ton of electricity right and a fucking laser and I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that if time travel were to exist, you wouldn't be able to travel backwards. You would only time travel forwards. Pretty sure I read that somewhere. And that's like some scientist motherfuckers that said that shit. Shout out to you scientist motherfuckers. Shout out to you guys, but also not shout out to you guys because you guys can be little bitch ass pussies too. Oh, tell us, tell us about those bitch-ass pussies, Carlos. Here's my thing. If scientists have a method of doing things, if they discovered whatever it is, even if it is a method of growing food at an insane growth rate or whatever, 
to help fix like world hunger or some bullshit, but they're not coming forward with these great inventions or whatever. Those are the pussies that I don't like, or the doctors or scientists that are holding back medicine for profit or because they want to, I don't know, be fucking cunts maybe, but um, be like my man, Madman Mike. He does not give a fuck. He's going to go time travel. He's going to go forward and fuck your bitch. And he doesn't care. Hell yeah. He'll fucking so, lick it and stick it, bro. Hell yeah. So, I have fuck so, out. I have heard of like instances where scientists will have like these huge breakthroughs and then we should probably do a podcast about this, but where scientists will have like really cool break breakthroughs like in like medicine or whatever and then these large companies will buy the idea right. and and they think oh yeah like i'm going to be part of this big solution and then those companies just shelve the idea because it's going to stop them from making even more money mm-hmm. selling just something that's going to get you by for the next day or so right but there, i think there's a lot of that bullshit going on Oh, for sure. And if you happen to be a listener that is doing that shit, fuck you. Bitch. Yeah, you can eat Nicki Minaj's ass after she barely wipes. And you wouldn't get money from it, cunt. <laughs> you would not get any money <laughs> from it. <laughs> you know, I have to... <laughs> The listeners won't understand this, but I have to be uh, careful with all the shit that I fucking yell <laughs> when we're in the back. Because <laughs> I don't want to say some fucked, fucked up shit and then get in trouble for it. Yeah, we're all going to get fired. <laughs> Any last thoughts on old madman? I think I like him. I think it's awesome. Like he's, he's just like, just give me money to do what I want to do. Right. Fuck the results. Fuck the guinea pigs. He did say like one of the things I thought was cool. Cause uh, Art Bell mentioned that he heard that he had put a cat through it. Mm-hmm. And he totally was, he was just like, no, that never happened just guinea pigs and hamsters because that's okay right fuck them but uh and then himself (laughs) i guess the only thing i remember the only thing that he passed through that like kind of i don't i can't remember if it disintegrated or just they never found it was a grapefruit oh really yeah that was so he said after like 200 some odd tests and he did say all the hamsters and the guinea pigs they all rematerialized they were all perfectly normal no problems mm-hmm. so he's like after all that i'm jumping in and he did it and lost two years of his life possibly more haven't heard yeah. anything since i hope he's okay yeah but being 2015, he had—he's definitely not the guy they found on the beach because he—he no. 
He would have a smartphone by then, bro. It wouldn't just be some 90s cellular telephone. Right. But also, maybe he doesn't want to, he doesn't want people to know that that's who he is. He did seem a little hesitant because people said, why don't you get a YouTube? Why don't you get on, Right. start a GoFundMe? He's just like, I don't know if I want to do any of that. But see, that's kind of what makes him cool because he doesn't care about like the fame or getting all this money, it seems. He his his only focus is time travel, getting time travel correct. Uh, you know, so fuck getting a YouTube and fucking rec- making vlogs for these 15-year-old bitches. Yeah, that it did seem like because there was one guy that called in and asked him, he was just like, You can go to any real estate person or lawyer whatever county office and find out because he couldn't remember the names of any of his donors so this guy was like you can get the information of who owned the warehouse at the time when you were there yeah and he like really thought he got it and he's like honestly i was there for like a week and i never once thought of that but that's a good idea like Maybe right. he did it after. I don't know. Right. But. Or maybe he got picked up by the government and killed him. Possibly. As he knew something. You know, shout out to the FBI agent that's been listening in on this podcast recording. I hope you enjoy it, bro. Yeah, I hope you are a fucking bitch, too, bro. <laughs> fucking. Or madam. That's true. I can't be sexist like that. I really hope you're enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Randall. Um, but yeah. I have some good news for the okay. listeners that have stayed to listen throughout the whole podcast. I have made us an email account. Um, it is podcast257 at yahoo.com so please email us fucking tell us your secrets we won't share any personal information if you just want to say hi if you want to say you love Randy's voice (laughs) and you want his testicles all over your face go ahead and say that too but we now have one, and I will share with you the details in a text message as well. Oh, nice. Um, did you just set it up now? I did. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. So I think it'd be pretty badass to get some uh, emails coming in. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe like some murder, some fucking people saying they killed somebody or whatever. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Not, <laughs> um, but I'm hoping for some creepy stories. Like, yes, yes. My grandma used to pee in her ice, ice uh, tray, and then drink ice water with it. Stuff like that. Right, <laughs> simple stuff like that. 
<laughs> or I saw a ghost once and it humped my butthole. <laughs> Those are bad examples. But, but I think next next time um our next recording I will say at the very beginning so that people can send us some cool ass shit. And send money. Maybe you can send money through email. That'd be cool. Um we have a way for them to send us money now. I just haven't set it up because I think it's weird. <laughs> ah, I see. But we can talk about that off. Yes. Off, off pod. Mm, yeah. Jupapi. And listeners, uh, the first uh, mystery I want you to run down for us is what does Chupapi Munyeno mean? Yep. Chupapi Munyeno. I say it's just a mix of words. Um, it can be anything. I don't, there is no actual definition of chupapi muñeño. Well, shit. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget to share. Maybe rate our podcast. You can rate us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. I never get on Facebook anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for liking and listening. But we out of here. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>